Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sonata. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! What, Shamu, what the Feraligate are you doing? Nothing. I'm pretty sure that's a power save. No, what are you talking about? Shamu, you're hacking. <laughs> Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts, Dr. Shamu and Scron. And we are the Puckle Podcast or the Pokemon Underground Champions League. You can check us out at our website for all of you who have not found us before and are listening to us for the first time. Uh, welcome aboard. It's going to be a good time. But enough about them. Let's talk a little bit about us. What have you guys been doing with Pokemon lately? Well, uh, Shamu and I have actually been babbling quite a bit. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, fun. Doing, doing some showdown stuff. and Yeah. Like single battle? Single battle, yes. yeah. Mainly lower stuff. tiers like RU and Inu. Oh, yeah, we're doing, well, that's we're the fun doing stuff. some stuff, yeah. That's the fun <laughs> stuff. The pra- Gizmo made a return. <laughs> I love Gizmo so much. <laughs> I won't say what uh, Pokemon it is, because that's the surprise, but... <laughs> Detonate OP. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good i uh i've been working on a quag tank team it's yep. just something random like shamu does yeah. but it's it's almost in its final version it's oh, almost there i i made a quag sire set that i named after shamu and <laughs> nobody saw what it does coming because yeah. it's a rest sleep talk and it has acid spray and infestation that's really weird it is. I don't know if I would keep ad, like um acid spray. I understand it, but it's just, Scald would be better in a situation. Hmm. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm really considering switching that up. Because infestation's like a... not going to do much damage. Yeah. By, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, That's... But, what, whatever. Um, yeah. 
other than that, I guess we can move on to the news. Radio Tower. It's just in. And the news. So today I'd like to start off with some puckle news. First of all, I'd like to congratulate Ken109 for winning the Summer League. He, I owe him a Jirachi and a Summer League badge for doing so. So <laughs> congratulations to him. Yeah, good job. Like, hmm? yeah. What's, good job, Ken. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a bunch of Wishmaker Jirachis for this purpose, so... I'll give you one once I get them traded up, hopefully in the next day or two. Also, in, Puckle's new, in Puckle News, I want to announce that we are going to have our first one-day tournament, September 21st, from, I believe, 2 p.m. until whenever. Uh, more details will be posted on the site, but this tournament is called Puckle's Prepare for Trouble Tournament, Make It Doubles. Yes, the 21st is a Sunday, by the way. Yes. Yes, it's a Sunday, so it's a weekend. We're hoping a lot of people can come out for it. I want to be there. Hopefully, other Puckle people are there as well. Yeah, yeah it'll be fun. And we're going to have a special prize for this event, right? Yeah, no, that's the plan. Yeah. The plan is to have uh, Persian bread for it. We haven't decided whether it's going to be a physical or a special set yet, that, though. But maybe, maybe we'll get you a can Persian. vote on it. Yeah, you guys can vote on it, and we can choose what the prize is. The rules for this tournament, though, are... You need to sign up by emailing PuckleTournament at gmail.com. That's P-U-C-L-T-O-U-R-N-A-M-E-N-T at gmail.com. We could probably, you... put, it in the... We could probably yeah. put it in the post with the episode so people of know. Of course, of course. Yeah. I will put it in there, and there will also be an article up later today detailing the post or detailing the tournament. What happens, you sign up, and we're going to match you with a random partner and you're going to battle double battles together. They're going to be multi-battles. And you are you have to work your way up the ladder. <laughs> I would like to point out that these will not be free-for-alls. So don't attack <laughs> They yeah. will not be free-for-alls. No. And, yeah. Please please do try. To, uh, just come, have fun. Maybe you'll meet somebody you haven't met in the Puckle community before. And... If this works out well, that means we're going to have more Puckle tournaments. So it's three weeks away, so you can go ahead and sign up. Plenty of time to sign up, discern whether or not you want to be there. Please do. I'd like to hang out and play some Pokemon with you guys. Alright. In actual Pokemon news now, we have Art Academy getting a North American release date. <laughs> Finally. It, oh, what was it again? I don't even remember. It's October 24th. <gasps> so it's coming up. I can't get over how hyped you are for Art Academy, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn to draw Pokemon. Same here. I want to I draw stuff. Yeah. I, I want to draw the top part of a Jigglypuff. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly what I want to do. Or, you know, like that one episode where, like, they're in the events. They're in, like, the trainer school that will, like, yeah, get them access yeah. to the championships. And it's, like, the top. It's Jigglypuff <laughs> from above. It's not a Voltorb. It's not a golem, it's a Jigglypuff from above. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's exciting, though. I kind of want to play it. It sounds like a good time. Some other people have played it and, like, showed it on Reddit, obviously, because not everybody lives in the North America region, so. 
<laughs> I'm I'm hyped for it more so than I probably should be. <laughs> also, we have Europe getting sweet pre-orders for Oraz. Oh yeah, they're getting this steelbook edition. So like the case is like a metal case, and that just reminds yeah, me. The only back... difference between two cases is that. Wait, what? What? <laughs> the what only saying? difference is that the outside, the inside, they're the same. The outside, mm-hmm. they're different. That's the only yeah difference between the two steelbooks. But that's really cool, honestly. Yeah. And it reminds me back when Emerald came out. If you pre-ordered it, you got uh this really cool like Rayquaza tin. I have that. Yeah, I have and one too. Oh, it comes yeah, with like I a VIP that. card and like battle yeah. frontier information, like showing mm-hmm. you like what they do and. So. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. I, I, that. It feels very reminiscent of that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that works. Let's see. I, they haven't actually announced. They they said it's in the UK, but I don't think there's actually con- confirmation if it's them exclusive yet. Yeah. It, it's also really cool. They get the cool little figurines too. Yeah, for the figurines pre-order. do kind and of. And all we're getting is a poster. Look, they look cheap. Yeah, I don't care. Sense. I still want one. I was. I still want them too, but they just don't. <laughs> like Groudon's pedestal looks like. Uh, like it a looks like a chocolate chip cookie. I don't know. It looks like... I don't know. I don't know. I want a primal Groudon figurine. Yeah, I want one. Forget you, I want it. It just just looks a little weird to me. (laughs) Uh, Also, Nintendo is holding the Fairy Face-Off tournament where you're allowed to use any fairy type except Xerneas or Deonsi. So and that you cannot use transfer. So yeah, you have Hyper to breathe Boy's in. Scardivar is out of the question. Okay. Mm-hmm. It means one thing to me: my wild abuse. <laughs> Maw Isle and Clefki are just going to be all over the place. Oh, you're going like... to see Maw Isle, Mega Gardevoir. When does, when does the registration for that start? Um, it goes from the September 18th to the 25th. And then when does the actual tournament take place? The 26th? 26th to 28th. It's pretty much okay. like the week Good. and then the weekend. Maybe I should breed something up for that and go compete for funsies. You would do Slurpuff. Ellie dropped Slurpuff. That's a thing. It is a good That's thing, true. too. Call Mine did as well. Call Mine Flamestorm Moonblast. And one last thing. Nintendo, or Pokemon Company, in a surprise announcement, announced that a new game called Pokken Tournament which we heard about about a year ago t- today. Uh, the name being trademarked, and we saw a cute little video which at the end showed Pokken Tournament. Yeah, so there are only three Pokemon confirmed for it so far. Yes. It's Lucario, Blaziken, and Machamp. Machamp. Yep. But I feel like there's so many more that are opened up to. And actually, there was a tweet that said they're not going to just make it fighting-type Pokemon. Yeah, they did say that, yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping for something like Snorlax or, you know. <laughs> they might do like a few, they might do a psychic type or two. Yeah, I think it'd be really fun to have like Glade remember, um, and then Gardevoir. Oh, yeah. I was maybe Bisharp. Bisharp would be cool. Maybe Bisharp. Infernape. Yeah. Well. It, I like to get Infernape kind of as a brawler type. There's a lot of Pokemon that are going to be really cool. Yeah. Because well, there was, um, there was a, like an 8-bit, they're not 8-bit, but like a more of a pixelated 2D version that mm-hmm. they made. Like, years ago, wild thing, like, Pokemon yeah. wild type, yeah. whatever. And there was, like, Snorlax, Gardevoir, I think Munchlax was in there yeah. as well as Snorlax. There was, like, Swalla. Is... There's a lot of Pokemon in there well, that were kind it... of odd. We have to keep in mind that it has only been released for arcade games in yes. Japan currently. It's, it's not, not even, even released there. No, it's it's a 2015 yet. release for that. Though yeah, the console so... release is highly implied. 
Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, you have to remember, like, so it could be late 2015 that we see this game we on Wii U. We probably won't see it till 2016 in all actuality. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be testing it in 2015. Because the whole arcade release is probably going to be testing. Yeah. I'm pretty excited, though. I am yeah. super excited for this game. I'm going to buy it day one. I wouldn't buy it for, I wouldn't buy a Wii U for it, but... The one other thing that I do want to mention is that if you, like, look in the backgrounds, I think in that volcano screenshot, there somebody took it. Yeah, there's, like, Macargo and Slugma. So that means they've actually gone out of their way and, like, modeled all, like, most, if not all, of the Pokemon to some extent in this, like, HD look. Oh, that's good. They're not using the old Nintendo 64 yeah. Pokemon Stadium graphics. <laughs> yeah, and I, I would be really excited to see them take this and then build my Pokemon simulator that I've wanted yeah. forever. And... Because, actually, I didn't know this until, like, a couple days ago, but Battle Revolution took all up took all of the Pokemon up to Gen 2 from... They took the models from Pokemon Stadium 2. I know. Yes. That's when you see I... Kangaskhan spazzing out. Yeah, and then you, they took all the models for Gen 3 from Pokemon Coliseum <laughs> and XD. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Kangaskhan. It would, like... It would, like, spaz out and, like, the baby would... would fall out of its pouch and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually wouldn't mind. Like, King of the only one I could accept not <laughs> being updated because that's just so funny. It's so great. It just, like, spazzes out. It's like, okay, um... I think it'd be really cool, though, and... to have an updated version with all the models in a battle sim. They should, they should have the option to go back. Maybe. I like, feel like that's a these... really bad option. There's, like, these HD remakes they made, like, I'll just go to Halo for a second. Like, there's a button you can play mid-game and just... Yeah, yeah, but that that's a, a dumb button, because you go, hey, can I have the graphics look crappy? Thank you. Yeah, like, I don't know, I just, like, nostalgia-wise, I'm just saying, like, there's an option if you really want. Just go play your N64. <laughs> but I can't use... I can't, it's Age of Slash with Kangaskhan. <laughs> <laughs> and... I think that's it, except for one other announcement that's kind of Pokemon-related, but not exactly. And that's that Nintendo's coming out with a new 3DS model. Oh, yeah? Which has an updated processor, better 3D, uh, just a whole host of things that just are perfecting the 3DS and the 3DS XL. Colored buttons. <laughs> Colored buttons, that's true. Supposedly, though, it's also going to have new games that's only for it. There was only one announced, yes. and that's Xenoblade uh, Chronicles, which is like a port from the Wii. Oh, okay, that makes sense, though. It might, it might be, like, higher games than, it's, like... It's gonna be the DSi to the 3DS. Yeah, <laughs> it seems. And they've aptly named it the new 3DS. Which won't get confusing for anybody working at video game stores. It's especially when they start getting 3DS. used ones in. Oh, the used new 3DS, okay. You, do you want a used new 3DS? What the hell did you say? <laughs> like... Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Uh I really want one because I was about to go buy an XL and then they literally announced it. They only announced it for Japan come with a release date of October eleventh. I'm hoping they do that for the US real soon. Though they said that it wasn't gonna come out until I believe what was it, twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting, I'm holding out. I'm gonna buy my new three DS though. 2015 is going to be a big year for Nintendo. I think it will be. Your new Nintendo 3DS LL? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I guess that's it. So, let's move on. Hey everyone, if you haven't signed up for the Puckle Podcast website, I think you should. You can earn badges for doing things such as following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, 
following us on Tumblr, and reviewing us on iTunes. We also have a live chat there that, where you can come and talk to me, any of the co-hosts you hear on the show. We're always there. You can chat with us, chat with our other members, make some friends. Also, if you get a chance, email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. It doesn't always need to make the mailbag question. We appreciate your feedback, and you guys make up about 20 minutes of every episode. I hope to see you guys at pucklepodcast.com and to hear from you in the next mailbag. And on to the topic today. Our topic, for those of you who can't read, is a hacking debate. We're going to talk about the ethics of hacking and everything that should be considered, that is considered in the Pokemon community. Because hacking is actually a very polarized subject, I still, still, in these days. It is, um, yeah. I remember it's... back in 4th gen, it was really a big thing. Like, it... do you hack, or do you breed legitimately? And back then, I believe it actually mattered. Because is... you couldn't yeah. get perfect 5 IV Pokemon as easily as you can now, breeding. But, yeah. Uh, I'm somewhere in the middle when it comes to hacking. What about you, Shamu? Um, I don't really mind, it's just it saves time. Okay, saves and then time. what about you, Scron? Uh, I'm completely against it. I think that it negates the fairness of the game altogether. Alright. So, we have three different positions. Perfect. <laughs> that makes this episode <laughs> worth it. It's like we planned it or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, I really want to open it up, first of all, with the most notable thing that happened in the past couple months, and that's that uh, Ray Rizzo was caught with a Dream Ball Agislash at, I believe, Nationals? Um, I don't know if it was Nash. It was, um, I think, like one of the qualifiers or okay. something. Yeah. It wasn't the actual tournament. It was before he was trying to get into the tournament. Okay. And he and... still got expelled from it because he was a cheater. <laughs> Did he? Re- I didn't believe he got expelled at all. I, I think he got him, he, through he Nintendo. Nationals. Yeah. Oh. I, think oh. It, I just don't think he was allowed to participate or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, All I remember so was that it was a huge I... thing on the internet because, for those of you who don't understand, a Dream Ball is a 5th gen Pokemon only ball. Mm-hmm. And Agislash being a Gen 6 Pokemon could not potentially ever be caught in it. Ray yeah. Rizzo, though, did say that he didn't breed it himself. Somebody else made it for him. Because actually a lot of these VGC players will just play through the game and then go to Battle Sims. Pretty yes. much. And they don't get Mega Stones and Mega Rings. Yeah, they don't forget these things. And Mega Ring, they don't get it. It's just great. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I understand that to some extent. But at the other time, he, he said he wouldn't use it again. And he yeah. would always, he would double check to make sure his other Pokemon were legitimate. He but, tried apologizing, apologizing a whole lot. Yeah, he did apologize a lot for it. But I think that does bring to mind the ethics of hacking, because apparently that is still a big enough deal to cause an uproar in the Pokemon community. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my thoughts on it currently. Uh, since May 20th, uh, Pokegen has been impossible. Am I correct in saying that? No. To some extent. It's not to, well, possible yeah, on... I, but after Pokegen, power saving became the main thing. There's still something else that you can do as well that I know... That's what I do to get Pokemon. What what is it? Do use action replay. Okay, yeah, and you can get fifth gen Pokemon with that, right? What you would do, yeah, yeah, you would do it in like a DS, like whatever, two two D or not two DS, blah. Um, I do it with DSi. You Mm -hmm. probably do it with a regular DS or whatever, but you pretty much use the Pokegen or whatever thing you do, get the code, and you input it 
or well, you can like some things have like a code generator, and you just generate the code and put it into action replay, and that gives you the Pokemon. And so it's just like it's just a longer way of doing it. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you can actually use there's a app on the iPhone and uh, Android market called Poke Builder. It um, does still it does still work without Wi-Fi yeah. working because you have to hook up to a different DNS server. Oh yeah, which yeah. Allows you to do it and avoid connecting to Nintendo Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other see. ways to do it, but I just do it that way just because it's easier and I have everything. But so. Shamu yeah. has everything. <laughs> How much I of it really your your sweat and blood though? <laughs> um, last I I've already done my share. I've read a good 19, or not 19, oh my god, no, like, 9 to 10 boxes of Pokemon, so... Okay. Okay. And the only thing that I do is because transfer moves are needed, and for myself, it's like, if I can't get these things, other people are going to use them against me no matter what. Mm. So it's like, am I going to really just allow myself at a disadvantage at this point? Because people aren't going to give a crap, like, like... They don't care if I'm at a disadvantage or not. They're not oh. going to care if you are either. They're just going to do what's good for their team. You also sometimes have you have to do what they do. You, some to, pe- you can't beat them, join them. Some people don't have the access to the resources that would no, help them to uh, get as good as that. And to just like put yourself in front of everybody else using those means is really unfair to a certain extent. It is. But the thing is, some people don't, but others do. And those that do won't give a crap about you. And so, and if you can do it, and you haven't done it yet, it's kind of like, you kind of have to as well, just to be able to combat those others that will uh, do it and don't care about you. If there's one thing I learned from Pokemon, it's that if you shout at your Pokemon enough, you can win. <laughs> so, I don't think that it really even matters that much, because, yeah, like, you can still, it like... It doesn't always matter all the time, but it didn't... I don't know nice how many... I, I don't personally hack at the moment. I've done, I used to hack, but when I hacked, I always be for items. I never pokegened. And mm-hmm. one thing that I do have to say is, right now, transfer moves, I haven't worried about them too much. Honestly, no. like, I've never really worried. Like, one thing I do miss is being able to breed a nice, competitively viable stealth rock Infernape. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, that's probably the only thing I miss, because I'd love to have an Iron Fist Stealth Rock Infernape, but would... I can't get one. And am I butthurt about it? A little bit. But am I gonna am I gonna go hack to get it? No, I'll wait until Oraz, when I'll get the Move Tutors back, hopefully. Yeah. Because the thing is, too, with my hacking is, like, I have these random ideas, like, you, you some people know what I have and stuff, like the Pachirisu, random things, like a nose pass. I do that with Pokegen, too. I do do, actually, like, OU competitively viable things. But a lot of the time, too, it's just like, I have an idea. I just don't want to really waste my time with the idea, even if it's a failure or not. I don't know. So I just do a hack, and it's like, boom. Well, isn't that the point of the simulators? Well, I don't like I don't like always going to the simulator and doing it. It's because it's not really, like... I don't. That's sometimes it is with certain people, people but how I work is I like to make a set and I like to test it out without even knowing if it's good or not. Okay. Is that good? No, that's a horrible thing to do. Don't do it at home. But well, you can do it on simulators as well. Yeah, you can do it on thing. simulators if you want. I just like it's my thing. Like I understand to I just some extent. Get an idea. I make the idea and I just test it out. Yeah. I understand to some extent. I don't know. I I've really only hacked for items, and honestly, I really don't have a need for that anymore. Yeah, that's Everything's so easy to get. 
Shame on you. Shame on you, Thatch. I'm disappointed. <laughs> like, I know the power save doesn't really get you Pokemon, in a sense. It, yeah. It really does give you, like, little accessories, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't give you the meat and bones of what Pokemon is. Well, I know you can go does. and you can get, like, infinite, you know, Mega Stones and stuff. Yeah. But it's not, it's ne ne never a problem for me. I don't need to go get Mega Stones. I have them. Why do you need so, so many? I think the most recent thing that's actually come out that's actually a bit more game-breaking, I guess, in a sense, or, like, more hacking, is that you can change Pokemon's natures now, I believe. Okay. So that's, um. like, the only like the only other thing that they have is just getting event Pokemon. They're, like... That's pretty much it. The special flaw, baby. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's changing it's forms if you want. Um, There's the shiny find, but that really isn't, like... That's not really, like, breaking a game or anything. Power saves is just kind of, like... Just alters a few things, give you some more items if you need them, or candies, TM. Like, if you're just missing something that you need, like, item-wise, that's what that's for, really. There's Go still on. ways to do most of the stuff without cheating, though. Oh, I forgot one thing about power save, though. Um, There is some... The other thing about it's kind of broken, though, is just backup. You can literally back up your game. I don't know if that's broken. I think that's a it, good idea. It, it's a good idea in a sense, but pretty much in a sense it allows you to clone as much as you want. Oh, that's true. That's a problem. Because you can you, you pretty much jip people off by, if yeah. you have like a friend or even Pokebank, you back up your game, you trade them what they want, and you get what you want. You put something that you want, you got, into bank. Then you just reset the backup and you don't you didn't lose anything. Huh. That is, so that's... it's like, it, it's fair, but it's not fair at the same thing, because you're technically jipping someone off. I don't know, but is that you think that's ethical or? It's I guess not, it more depends on the tone that you do. Like it's the I've tone never, that you do. yeah. I don't know that I, I've ever had a reason to trade for something particular that I really wanted. Yeah, I, I don't really need anything uh, at this point. The Pokemon community right now is incredibly nice, and you can go to Reddit and you can pretty much get anything you want. Yeah. For almost nothing, I don't think um, I've ever I, had a problem. Every once in a while, you know, it's I would like a poison healed Glysaur. I'm like, well, I or not Gly, yeah, Glysaur. But I've never had I like I have those. I'll trade those for whatever you have, and they're just like, well, I have this Pokemon with a hidden ability, and it's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And yeah, um, you can do that on Showdown as well. Mm -hmm. the yeah. Um, be careful in the Wi-Fi room though, because if you say you have a power saver, that you do things, they'll like ban you instantly because well, there's that's... there's really corrupted there. That's the whole thing with the with the hacking, and yeah, it's just superstition that still exists, and. I understand it. Like, the ethics behind it is just you want to take the easy way out. I understand if you if you have a job or something and you're just like, I don't want to breed. Back in the day, back in 5th gen and 4th gen, everything, I understand that completely. Now yeah, I don't. Yeah. I can go breed something. I can go on Reddit, get a 6 IV ditto for absolutely nothing, and I'll have a 6 IV ditto, and I can breed whatever I want, essentially, in, as long as it doesn't need egg moves within a half hour. So yeah. I I think that this is relatable to a real world me metaphor. Uh, right. So I, I'm currently living in a college dormitory, and mm -hmm. someone was doing an honor system survey. So they put a bag of Tootsie Rolls outside of their door with a sign above that says, Don't take my candies. <laughs> After one day, all of the candies were gone. All right. So it's like you take what isn't yours knowing that it's wrong just to further yourself. Mm -hmm. And okay. it's not really like ethical. Like it, people will knowingly commit these these things just to get ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say it's it's like 
I'm a saint for hacking. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. We're not, I'm not saying, saying you're a saint. We're just saying that you're going to have a Landorus or a Thunderous that's going to be bred competitively oh, yeah. well because yeah. you can only do that by soft resetting. Yes, and that's not really realistic because... No, you... no, it isn't. I understand. That is understand probably one of the saying. most it's annoying the, things to it me. It is unfair, but it's... That's probably one of the most annoying things to me about yes. uh, Pokemon. I did I did at one point have a legitimate Moltres that had, like, hidden power grass or something. Because I've and... gotten a few things, and I would have done them, too, eventually, but instead, like, I got connections with people who had these things and who could get these things, and I just mm-hmm. kind of, like... Like, I made, like... I slowly went to hacking. Like, I tried to limit myself yeah. as much as possible, but, like, slowly, eventually, like, I had to to get certain things. Yeah. To do, like... It's a, it's a long downward spiral. Somewhere. It was. It, I, I will admit that it <laughs> yeah, is. Like, it's like a, drugs. First uh, off, I like that I wouldn't use any at all. I wouldn't do any hacking no matter what. Then, like, okay, Legend, if they're Pokesave, Pokegen, whatever, because mm-hmm. there's no way I could really even, like, do that. That's fine, whatever. I'm going to have to interrupt because we are missing a very important uh, part of this. Okay. Uh, All right. I remember that cloning used to be a really big thing. It is. It is. It still still is. is. Yeah. Like, whenever you would, like, trade and, like, shut off the DS at a specific time or whatever. That's more of a janky way, but the easy way to do it now is Hearthsafe. You have one. And there's other ways to do it. There are advanced ways of cloning. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be you had the link cable in the Game Boy and then you shut one of the Game Boys off. Like, I want to go back to the Wi-Fi room and showdown for a second. This is like, this room makes no sense to me. Because they say, <laughs> they allow cloning, but if they have a power save, they say, you're a hacker, get out. It's like... That's fine. It, you it, know, it every makes... community is allowed to do whatever they want. I know, and... I know they're allowed, but it's like, it's kind of like, it, it makes no sense in this way. Like, like, back in the day, Puckle used to be a very rigorous, we anti-hacking were. community. And not so much anymore. Because it doesn't matter, really. It doesn't... I honestly don't care at this point. Uh, Gen 6 has opened up the door completely. And I'm assuming within the next few years, when we get maybe Gen 7 or something, that we'll have access to all the legendaries in very easily accessible ways. Oh, yeah. Because right now we have Mewtwo, we have Xerneas, Yavetl, and the three legendary birds. Very easily accessible in X and Y. Yeah. And And now in Gen 6, you're guaranteed three 31 IVs on every legendary encounter. Yeah. And eventually, I think it's not going to actually matter. No. Because, because we'll have access to all of these yeah. things that make the game a lot easier for competitive use. Like, mm. I used to care about VGCs back in 5th gen. I'm just like, all of these Pokemon are probably hacked. Because there's no way anybody bred and got five perfect IVs. You could guarantee yourself maybe two or three in 4th and 5th gen. You could guarantee three. Yeah. And... and uh, now that you can guarantee five, the world's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much uh, more competitive uh, in 6th gen than it yes. is. And so, like, now I don't care. Yeah, Ray Rizzo had a Dream Ball Agislash that probably had perfect IVs. I don't care. I bred myself a Scissor and a Mill Tank with perfect IVs. Like, <laughs> it's not that hard. I've done that. I've done it twice. It's so easy. I've done it twice It's just a matter accident. of time. Yes. And... It's just like shinies now. Like the, it does bug me when people like hack and they get shinies. It's just like, come on! Like you really need a shiny. You really need to like overdo it. Yeah, I don't even like shiny that much. There's only a few Pokemon I have like shiny that I care for. Like my Shuckle, I actually bred that. Like there, mm-hmm. I bred a lot of my shinies. Some of them are just like I just made them shiny just so the names worked. Mm-hmm. 
like I got like a with a cloth named Ketchup Cannon. Made it red because <laughs> ketchup make it worse than the name. Shiny Red Rock. That was old, and that was just because it looks like chocolate, and it, it worked. Like it was, that's why I did it. You know, it's I I don't even mind hacking anymore. Honestly, legendaries like Thunderous, Landorus, stuff like that. The the mostly because they're OU. I, I'm playing the Ethan card here, and I, it's part of my list of Pokemon that should be banned for no reason. And, <laughs> <laughs> I think and, Thunderous is in the S tier, which is like I mean it's gonna be suspect to, tested. You have to throw talent in there. <laughs> Townflame's yeah. not even S rank. And I'm so, just adding to the Ethan thing, Shamu. Oh, throw throw Talonflame and Rotom Wash. Uh, yes, Talonflame. Just, oh, just all that dirt. Nobody cares about it. And <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, it's just one of those things. Like hacking used to be a big deal to me. It used to be obviously because Puckle used to be a rigorous anti-hacking community. It's Dude, no it longer that. Of, it did matter a lot in the. In the... It, it actually mattered then. Now I just it just doesn't matter unless you're hacking your legendaries like Heatran and stuff to go yeah. get those. And you know that bugs me a little bit, but not to the point where I'm never gonna be able to t- counter them. Like there's the Pokemon that they are doing it with aren't Pokemon that are troublesome. Yes. Oh my gosh, I remember one of the greatest uh, moments of my Pokemon career was when I had an adaptability crowd on the field, and Shamu sent out his perfect Thunderous. <laughs> and I, just I do remember that. I, remember that was, I do remember that. I just, I like, two-hit KO'd it with, like, a Crab Hammer into an Aqua Jet or something. Or that's knock, awesome. Knock off yeah. an Aqua Jet. And I was just like, but yeah, yeah. but it doesn't, it doesn't even matter much, too, because adaptability, and I'm not going to get any competitive. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse. It's the curse of Shamu. <laughs> Things suddenly become competitive. Honestly, just as a closing statement for myself, I really don't care what you do. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Yeah, if you want a shiny Agislash and a Dream Ball, go for it. It's not <laughs> going to affect me competitively anymore. It's um, so pretty. <laughs> if you want, if you want a perfect six thirty-one IVs on a Landorus or Thunderous, I'm going to have a little bit of a problem with you. But you know, other than that, I just really don't care anymore. <laughs> There's just no reason to. They made it too easy to get everything. And that's exactly why they did it. Was because they're like, people are hacking anyway. Let's just make it legitimate. Yeah. And you have to put a little bit of sweat and blood into it, you know. And you feel good afterwards. I don't know. It's just like it's like saying, you know, you could go build a robot to mow your grass. But you feel a lot better if you do it yourself. Sorry, I'm going to have to throw in a Bioshock reference here. What is a man not entitled to, if not the sweat from his own brow? <laughs> Sorry. That's, no, that's exactly it. Like, <laughs> you know, you put in the work, and you feel a little bit more connected to it. And yes, yeah. I don't know. What do you? What do you? What's your final statement, Shamu? Um, I don't have one. <laughs> Hacking's okay. Do it if you want. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I understand you... with the sweat and. Blood uh, thing. Yeah. I know what you say about that. I understand it. What about you, Scron? Uh, ultimately, it's Pokemon is a game, and you should you should follow what you believe to be right, but it shouldn't matter too much in the end. Like if you get yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So you know, just do what you want. I guess I don't think there are really any ethics to be had anymore but moving on i guess that's all i we have for the topic so let's hit commercial break
Catch you guys on the flip-flop. Do you guys like the Puckle Podcast? Well, you can check out some of the other shows that the Lavender Town Radio Tower has to offer, such as the Polka Flute Station on Channel 20. All Polka Flute, all the time. Use it to wake up your Snorlaxes that are blocking your road, or you listen to it while you're trying to fall asleep. You can also listen to Let's All Sing, hosted by the lovely Fern, on Channel 18.5, where you can listen to marches and lullabies. Also, don't forget to catch Places and People, hosted by Lily, on Channel 16.5, where she's going to talk to random trainers around the Kanto area. So check out all the Lavender Town Radio Tower has to offer by tuning into channels 20, 18.5, and 16.5. Hey, have you ever had your house burned down when a flock of wild Charizard just come out of nowhere? Hey, yeah! Have you ever had your basement flooded because a bunch of polywag got in there? Yeah, that just happened to me last week. And have you ever had holes in the exterior of your house because a Hitmonchan thought it was a punching bag? Yeah! Wait, I mean, no. Not not no on the last one. That actually happens to people. But we have just a thing for you! Really? Trico Home Insurance. Wow! Yes, for a low payment every six months of two million dollars? Poke dollars, which isn't actually that much. Oh yeah, I have I have at least ten times that much. Yeah. You can protect your home from wild Pokemon attacks. Oh, so, wow. Trico Home Insurance. Trico! We promise you results. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode today is Coffagrigus, National Dex number 563, the Coffin Pokemon. It has been said that they swallow those who get too close and turn them into mummies. They like to eat gold nuggets. That's a really <laughs> odd diet restriction. Um, but well, they oh people and gold nuggets. People and gold nuggets. There's a lot of nutritional value in those gold nuggets. Yeah, get the minerals yes. in there. You got some minerals and I don't things. know if that's right, but... <laughs> but, but I... It's got one mineral in there. <laughs> I don't know, these things are uh, really awesome, just competitively, but before we get that, they are the creepiest things ever in the anime, because they, like, walk on all fours, and it's just, Uh like, really creepy. I really want to see just, like, a horror movie with these guys in it. Should I go to the trivia, then? Uh, Yeah, say say some trivia. What do we know about Kofagrigus? Well, it's the highest base set of all Generation 5 Pokemon. I believe that. Um... No other Pokemon has the same egg group combination as Kofagrigus. Oh, wait, and it has the and... highest base stat total of Gen base 5 Pokemon? Stat. Base oh, stat. oh, okay. I thought it was the... I'm like just like, it's only like 483. What was Hydreigon? <laughs> but um, no other Pokemon has the same egg group combination. Okay. I and believe it's a Kofagrigus and your mask. I don't know what the... Con- I don't know what it is. I'm assuming it's amorphous, you know, it's something else. Um, I can... <laughs> the sensor prevented it from... Yes, it is yeah, mineral it... and amorphous. Mineral and amorphous. That's weird. Oh. Yes. And it has a sensor like Sharpedo does now. <laughs> That's and, hilarious. Like, they did, they did, um... They, yeah, they altered the filter to allow it to be... They should. They really they should. Or, well, at least for Crawford they did when it was. Yeah. But oh, they couldn't, well. You couldn't trade an English language one unless it was nicknamed. So... Uh, Competitively, 
Cockblubrigus I've seen used all over the place because of that monster defense and special defense. Well, uh, it's, it's defense combined with its ability. And yeah. move that. <laughs> oh, While great. I was testing the... I really well, want to say this. Mummy is insane just because you you know you get mummy with a physical hit, and I just had so many problems with that, with yeah. uh, unaware Quagsire. I'd be like, oh, oh, I'm unaware, and then all of a sudden I'm no longer unaware. Well, yeah, uh, yeah that couldn't be a case, yeah. And... But also with its ability and move pool, mm-hmm. it completely destroys the Zoomerel. I've seen it do very <laughs> good things. It's the best thing ever when you do, when you completely, like, counter, like, Belly Drum mm-hmm. and hit you, mummy, do this huge power, burn it, half oh, wow. its attack, then Energy they, set, they set up the Belly Drum, you haze them, <laughs> and it's just like, they, they just give up. <laughs> you can't do anything else, it's like, it's a game. Oh, man. No, and it's really bulky, except for its base 58 HP, but you can yeah. definitely make up for that. It's it Calm Mind. Yeah. So that's another set. Usually you see, um, usually you see kind of like it's like a Will O' Whisper kind of paint mm-hmm. split, whatever. Yeah. There's also Calm Mind. There's also, there's a Trick Room set, I know. Of... Yes. There is. The Trick Room set is actually like pretty prominent. Especially it, is, in... it is good. Yeah. It can take hits. I have definitely seen the Trick Room set because you're guaranteed a Trick Room essentially. Pretty and much. Yes. Because it's bulky enough to take hits because I have trouble with Cofagrigus. I know that uh, for sure. It also gets nasty plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's plot that's insane. This thing's so good. The typing's great. Like just pure ghost typing is so good too. Spin blocker. Yeah, it's a spin blocker. It's bulky. That's Man, this is what Dustnor should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what Dustnor should have been. Yeah. Does it get pain split? It does get pain split. Yeah. It does. Oh, um, wonderful. I think it might be egg. I'm looking at move four. It, right I don't now. see it in the egg move. So. It might be transfer then. It must not get pain split. It gets pain split by transfer. Ah. So. Oh well. Sad. I don't like. Sad. I just like. Pain split's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with that in Dusknoir. There's Um, a power split and guard split, which are. Referring to the topic of the episode, is the pain split worth cheating? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I don't know if you know how good pain split is, but yes, it is. It's its only form of recovery, as far as I know, other than rest. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. Or Pain Dream Split's Eater. But I love Pain Split. Who's going to use Dream Eater? I love, I really love this Pokemon. I really want to try running one eventually. Yeah. Plus, it... Are you running one? Uh, no, I am currently searching for any potential recovery just to, like, refute Shaman. <laughs> Other than Rest? <laughs> I don't Pain think I see split, it. Rest. Nasty plot. But I've seen it with leftovers, and it just it walls for days. Yeah. And I don't even care about its base thirty speed. Yeah, that actually can work in its favor on a trick room team, but yes, yeah, yes, it can. Yes, no, I'm just there's so many different ways to run it. It's one of the, it's one of these Pokemon that is just like the example of what all Pokemon should be. Yeah, you don't you can't predict it. Like, it, some it should, should it's be not some it's not as bad as Agislash, where you know you don't know whether it's going to be a physical or a or a special Mixed sweeper, or special but or... you you know that you know that Kofagrigus is going to be a special sweeper if it is a sweeper, but oh, yeah. you don't know what set it's going to run. Is it running a stall set? Is it a trick room set? Is it this? You know, it's just so many different things. And mm, yeah, it, even with this shallow of a move pool, like its move pool is not 
terribly diverse, but for, it's enough for, for what it is. For what it is, it has a very good move pool because it's mm-hmm. not really meant to be a, like a sweeper. It can be if it needs to be because you get you get calm mind, which pretty much gives it equal defenses. Yeah, you still have to worry about that HP, but you get enough special attack boost to do damage. And if you want to go ball. for yeah, it's got ball. stab for, shadow like, ball, a wall or pivot, you got all these status. In the, yeah, and it's got energy ball, and it's got access to that. Yeah, but yeah, it, like on Dark the threshold of being like a really well balanced Pokemon, it's not quite there, but mm-hmm. it gets really close. It's it really pretty, good. It's, I really, yeah. I really just like how versatile it is. In saying that, I don't mean it's like it can play any role, but it's no. definitely good for what it is. Yeah, you need a wall or a pivot. Look to call for Grigas. Yeah, exactly. Want a spin blocker as well? There you go. Now, if you guys haven't whet your appetite for Kofagrigus, you can check out more at PucklePodcast.com and read Scrawn's article in the meta, which he publishes every Thursday. So check that out, and we talk about that on the episode, the next episode. And so. if you have any recommendations for next week's in the meta, please send uh, uh, either a message through the site to me or to bscron at gmail.com. That's B-S-C-R-O-N at gmail.com. Speaking of which, Ken109 gave us this one, so hopefully we can get another one soon. So, yeah, yeah Puckle keeps making all of the content. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. So that's it for the poke of the episode. Let's head on out to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is brought to you by Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And the mailbag question for last week, which a lot of people are going to be answering, was, what do you guys like about the TCG? So, let's get to the mailbag. Our first one here is from Angel Face. Hey, Puckle people. Angel Face here. I hope you are all well. First, thank you for the badge. I figured Team Puckle would be taking over radio towers and spreading the Puckle gospel. As for the mailbag question, I'm happy to announce that I've recently taken up the Pokemon TCG as a regular game. I play at my local game store. Just what I needed. A new addiction. A very expensive one at that. <laughs> at least it's cheaper in price than other card games. I'm currently playing the Fairy Toolkit Toolkit deck with free energy transfers, free retreats, and Pokemon EXs that make this deck great. That is what you need to do, girl. Is that what you run, Scrum? Uh... Or not, girl. Uh, Guy. It, it is what I. It is what I run. Is that what you run? That's what I heard. That's what I thought when I read that. I I'm to, just like that sounds similar to what Scrawn runs. I need to finish my Gudra deck. <laughs> I think one of my fondest memories about the TCG was the old Game Boy game. I'm sad the second one never came to the U.S. Oh well. Also, sneaking in Pokemon cards during elementary school was always fun. I don't know about your schools, but in my school, Pokemon cards were banned, and we often had to trade in secret in the restroom or behind buildings. Oh, I, I remember that. that. <laughs> I remember that back in the day. Just oh, being real sketchy. It's like drugs, those, but with what Pokemon. I would do for those hollow Tyranitars. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, it would be great to see Pokemon TCG articles later on the Puckle website. Thanks for another great episode, and continue the good work. 
angel face. Uh, we we currently have a TCG writer on. Uh, he's uh, he needed to do some things, uh, but we he might be coming back. If not, I'll be sure to post something uh, saying that we're looking yes. for the one. Okay. And also, if anybody actually wants to write for the website and hasn't, you should email Scron or me, and we'll get you. We'll talk to you. Yes. Work something out. We have an applications tab on the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So please do submit your writing if you do want to write for Puckle. We're always and if you want to contribute to Puckle in any way, please send us an email, and we will definitely try to figure something out. Yeah. Also, um, with that game, you can get English ROMs if you really want to play it. Yeah. There, there and are like English translations. It's also on the stuff. European eShop for those of you that listen to us in Europe. Oh yeah, you it is. It's lucky good. son of a guns. Ah. Uh. <laughs> All right, Scron. Or not Scron, Shamu. Uh, you both start with uh, S today? Yes, you do. So, Shamu, go ahead and All read right. our next email from Zanvin. Yep, this is from Zanvin, as said. Um, Greetings from Ontario, hockey puckles. <laughs> I've recently started listening to your podcast as a means to retain my sanity while working the graveyard shift driving power equipment, but was initially hesitant to write in. I'm approaching 30 years old now, but hearing other grown adults... Right to the mailbag helped me overcome that stigma of being too old for Pokemon. That being said, I wanted to catch up to a few of the mailbag questions. First one, favorite berry? Starfberry. The description alone makes me laugh every time I see it, and I like stupid effects in battle. So strong, it was abandoned at the world's edge. It's like the legendary Pokemon of berries. Also, I was surprised that you guys didn't talk about the harvest ability during the berry episode. Missed opportunity. Oh, oh, oh man, I'm um, a horrible person. You know, to, you know how to point out our inconsistencies. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you even talk about like, oh, well, not not pick up like cheek pouch and all that. Yeah, we talked about a lot of things other than harvest. <laughs> <laughs> Everything but harvest. Yeah. But nice. <laughs> Everything but harvest. <laughs> we talked about how all to right. grow berries. Uh, um, two favorite mega evolution. For competitive purpose, I was going to pick Mega Venusaur because of how awesome Sick Fat is. It's so true. It, I, I go out of my way to counter that thing. <laughs> Every single time there's something that's like, okay, you're getting this move just to counter Mega Venusaur, yep. even though it's not even common. Yep. But but then I decided I needed to rep my block. Wait, rep my block. Yeah. When I played Pokemon Blue Black and... Or Blue... Oh, Blue Back, not Blue Black, in 1998... My favorite Pokemon was Pinsir. Pinsir has always been jeered and mocked for not being great, especially after Heracross came out and completely trumped him. However, with Aerialite now, he becomes a wrecking ball. More importantly, though, my Pokemon Blue card still works, and I still have my first Pinsir on it. Do you know what that means? It means that my Pinsir is going to be 16 years, 16 years old this September. That Pinsir is older than I was when I was first started playing Pokemon. <laughs> That Pinsir is older than a lot of kids that are playing Pokemon right now. Respect Pinsir, children. <laughs> yeah, respect Pinsir. Respect the Pinsir. Respect Pinsir, children. <laughs> Danvin, Danvin, 2014. <laughs> Three. Favorite Pokemon villain. I'm going to go for a wild card here and mention Team Meanies from Pokemon Mystery. <laughs> That's oh so my- true. <laughs> Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is what he was saying. <laughs> yep. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> Alright. Most of the time, the villains in a Pokemon game have their own ulterior motives of grandeur. Like World Conquest, their personal profit. 
But Team Meanies is just is incredibly petty and personal. It's basically just Gengar being complete. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that word. No, yeah. you can say. <laughs> okay, I'll say. <laughs> All this. <laughs> don't just get bleeped out if it's too bad. It's fine. Especially when you consider that your line of work is literally entering a dangerous dungeon to save a weak and frightened Pokemon, and he wants to interfere by stealing your supplies and attack or attacking you. It's the equivalent of going into a children's hospital and slapping the doctors in the face and knocking over the lunch cart. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the equivalent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. They don't have any real goals aside from being jerks to you, specifically you, at any opportunity provided. Definitely the most villainous. Didn't, like, Gengar end up being, like, one of the main protagonists at the end, though? Yeah, something like that. Like, I think he, like... was, it was, he was secretly a human who ended up becoming a ghost or something. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Like, he was kind of like another one, like, what happened to your character or something, yeah. or... Mm-hmm. And it, was, it was him and Gardevoir or something. There was some weird thing with them, and mm-hmm. they were the behind all this and whatever, but... Four. Lastly, about the Pokemon TCG. I can't really comment. I've never played it, but hearing you guys talking about the online version made me want to give it a shot. As soon as they release an Android version for my phone or tablet, tablet, I'm going for it. I used to play a ton of Magic the Gathering, so I'm sure I'll take kindly to it. Oh, yes, it's much easier than Magic. but it's Yeah, still- it's not hard to play. It takes it a lot is. of strategy, though, yeah. like to be yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's exactly like playing Pokemon, uh, the video yeah. game. It's similar, yeah. Yeah. In clothing, thanks for keeping me company during my overnight shifts and helping me get over my fear of being too old for Pokemon. Sorry about the long-winded email. Something about flip flops, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That that was... Was... Oh man, <laughs> something about flip. Oh, that's going to stick with me. <laughs> All right. So, All right. I got this next one from right. Locke. Blackthorn Council. Gotcha. He says this because he sent us a picture of a holographic Flareon. <laughs> uh, Hexmaniac Locke with a tricky subterfuge to spice up the mailbag. After all, this is an audio podcast, and me sending you just a picture of a card would be silly. My favorite part of the TCG is my vintage holographic, because that's what we called it back in the day. Flareon. I can still look at that card and feel nostalgia of the playground days wash over me. It's my last card of my original MS that I still have, and I cherish it. For those interested in prepping for the Halloween battles, Puckle or Nintendo versions, the rules are as follows. Ghost types only, must have a Gorgeist, and Kalos born only. I think we might. I'll have to talk to Shamu. Shamu will talk about it, and maybe we'll do something similar for Halloween. Yeah. Okay. No item restrictions are known at this time, so get breeding and training. Catch you <laughs> listening to hip hop, Hex Maniac Lock. <laughs> People are really going at that ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. All right, <laughs> you've got this next one from Bo. So I'm gonna go sing on. it like I mean it. <laughs> okay, subject mailbag. I like how it's spelled. It's spelled it's M-A-Y-L. M-A-Y-L bag. Yes. Okay. Okay. Night prepare prepare Night yourselves. Bag. Message body. In a world where only the strongest survive, there is one trainer who rises high above all the rest. I know what you're all thinking, and yes, even though I am incredibly handsome, strong, intelligent, and most of all humble, I am not this trainer. He is Ken109. Congrats on winning the Summer League. I cannot wait to battle you in our next tournament. Now, before I flawlessly segue into the mailbag answer... I would like to modestly plug myself 
if you play Pokemon TCG online, add me, please. Crazy Hobo 93. And that's a capital C, no spaces in between, no capital H on Hobo. Again, it's Crazy Hobo 93. I believe today's question was, what is your favorite Pokemon card? Or something along those lines. I mean, you can't expect me to know. It's not like I was on the show or anything. Gosh. Anyway, I'm not going to answer your question, but instead the opposite. What Pokemon cards do you hate? <laughs> Here's a top three <laughs> list of cards I hate. Three, Keldeo EX. This guy right here. Working in tandem with Blastoise is an incredible deck to counter. Throw in some Silent, Professor's Letters, and Super Energy Retrievals, the deck is more frustrating to overcome than an escalator covered in motor oil. It <laughs> can be done, but it is guaranteed to get messy. 2. Pyroar slash Suicune slash Sigilith. These cards are a necessary evil because Pokemon screwed up the card format real bad by making all EXs basic and super OP. There are a few decks that can run effectively without an EX, but almost every deck nowadays revolves around their use. Pyroar is immune to basic Pokemon attacks, where Sigilyph and Suicune are straight up immune to EXs. They are incredible stalls, and I fletchling hate them. <laughs> 1. Hypnotoxic Laser, oh or sometimes God, yeah. known as the Hippotaco Laser, <laughs> is the most annoying, most frustrating, stupidest piece of communist, hippie-loving, teenage girl, Bible-beating, witch-hunting, Tauros crap that I have to deal with in this game. Because of this goofy piece of evil machinery, you have to be able and prepared to counter sleep and poison from every deck. Even things like Charizard, Garchomp, Lucario things that can't poison you or put you to sleep. I hate that it was ev ever even conceived as a thought. It is made of pure evil and is totally stupid and I hate it. End rant. Okay, I think I'm done blowing off steam for a while. Smell you later, Bosephus. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, we must come up with a uh, winner for the Green Tauros badge this week. So, who do you guys want? Um, um, I'm gonna go with Zanvin. Zanvin. Uh, something about flip flops made it for me. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Zanvin as well. So Zanvin, congratulations! You've won the Green Tauros badge this week. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, send your emails into PucklePodcast@gmail.com. Whether you have comments or you want to answer this question, the question oh. for next week should be, uh, we just talked about hacking, so. What uh, are your opinions on hacking <laughs> in Pokemon? Send that into PucklePodcast at gmail.com, P-U-C-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Please be vivid with those. It's so fun to read them. It, it yeah. is so much fun to read your emails, <laughs> and as I say in a commercial that's going to play in this show, you guys make up about 20 minutes of every episode. Mm -hmm. So Very please cool. do send them in. And if you want to do more things in between this episode and the next episode... You can go to pucklepodcast at gmail.com where you can find, I think this is episode 146 or 5. 145, right? So there are only 30 episodes on iTunes, so there's another like 110 episodes on our website. Oh, pucklepodcast.com, not pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Oh yeah, pucklepodcast.com. Yeah. And you can go there, you can make an account, you can earn badges, you can hang out with us on the chat box, hang out with us on the forums. So please do that. 
Uh, I love meeting you guys. You guys are like the greatest people ever. <laughs> on oh, top of that, uh, you should like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and uh, follow us on Tumblr. on Tumblr, Reddit, uh, Reddit. Subscribe to the Puckle Reddit. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. <laughs> we have so much social media. Do all of it. Oh, you get badges for it, so do it. <laughs> all of the social media. All the social media, all the time. And if you especially like us, and you listen to us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, please, because the more reviews we have, the better we look to bring more people into the Puckle lifestyle. And we'll have more friends. Friends are always good. (laughs) So, I guess that means until next time, if you don't want to email me at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, or talk to me at pucklepodcast.com, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. And I'm Scrog. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.